Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. It only takes a second. Just pop. Some people say go ahead and tickle the subscribe button. You can do whatever you want. Tickle it. Linger on it. Whatever you do, just hit that button. Anyway, and then go ahead and do that. Also, don't forget I'm on YouTube, so just search DeHuff Uncensored on YouTube and then go ahead and click that subscribe button. A lot to get to with headlines today, some crazy headlines. I do want to give you a quick update on Qdoba. They did reach out to me. They didn't reach out via the website because my wife filled out one of those uh, how was your meal type of thing, and nobody responded. But they did respond to my social media very quickly. Uh, In fact, last episode, as soon as I was done hitting record, they actually sent me a message. So they apologized because I was right and the store was wrong. (laughs) Ha ha! Success. That's right. The burrito ball is not a thing. It was an isolated incident at this location. Hopefully just this location. Hopefully there's not some idiot in the company going around. Guys, I have an idea. Fuck what everybody else does. The burrito ball is the thing of the future. Trust me, I know. People want to eat balls. They want to eat these long, shafty-looking things. Come on, let's crater the balls. It's Qdoba. We got burrito balls. No, hopefully nobody's going around doing that within the company. No. So this guy was kind enough to reach out to me, sent me a direct message, and, and we got this situated, and we figured it out. And they were wrong. They admitted it, and they apologized up and down. They did offer me two free entrees, but I declined those. I was very nice about it, I felt. And I and I was like, you know what? Just my family and I are going to take a break from Qdoba. I appreciate the offer, but no, we don't need those. With this and then, you know, crunchy rice on a con- somewhat consistent basis, and dried out meat. It's just like, no, we're not, it's not worth it for us. Give it to somebody else, essentially. So I do appreciate Qdoba for reaching out. They were very nice about it. And again, they admitted that it was wrong. Burrito balls are not a thing. Thank God. Thank God. Good for Qdoba for admitting that 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 was a wrong thing. So they did good. So I appreciate that. Uh, Let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. All right. This happened last night, and i got to be honest, I've never seen this before. It is interesting. A woman tried to glue herself to the basketball court at the Timberwolves game last night. Okay? She was trying to protest the former team owner, for killing animals. Former team owner. Yeah, does that make sense? I don't think so. Uh, so during Tuesday night's Timberwolves Clippers game in Minnesota, a woman ran onto the court and attempted to glue herself to the to the hardwood floor because free throws were happening on the other end of the court. So she had this opportunity where nobody was down there. So she squirts some glue on, <coughs> glue on her fucking hand and tries to stick it on there in hopes that it would it would cure quick enough but it didn't she was literally had her hand on there for a few seconds and then security escorted her out 
And she left this like glue handprint on there and they had to clean it up. So <clears throat> she was trying to protest Glenn Taylor with a shirt that read Glenn Taylor roasts animals alive. He sold the team last year. He's not even the owner. How fucking awkward. <laughs> You're not, you can't even protest, right? <laughs> like, come on, do some research. Do a little bit of research. He's not involved. He's not the owner anymore, so nobody gives a fuck. You just look stupid. You should have got some fast drying glue. I'm sure when she was like at the store, she's at the hardware store, she's like, should I get it? It's $2 more. I don't know. I don't have it in the budget. Plus, let's be honest, that's going to hurt if they have to rip it off. Oh, my God. How, how embarrassing for her that one... The glue doesn't set. And two, she's protesting somebody that isn't involved in the team anymore. How fucking awkward. But, hey, at least she tried, I guess. Hit refresh on your browser, lady. Because <laughs> there's been some updates. And one of the things is uh, Glenn Taylor doesn't actually own the team anymore. Boy. Awkward. Kind of funny, though. I want to say in, in its entirety it was right around two minutes that it kind of screwed things up. And then everybody went along their way. They didn't know what the fuck she was doing at first. As far as the broadcasters, they're like, is she, did she try to write something on there? What is she doing? Did she collapse? Nobody knew because they got her out of there so quickly. And then finally, you know, the buzz around the, the arena finally got back to the broadcasters. And they're like, oh, apparently she was protesting something. Hmm. Nobody fucking cares. Oh, how embarrassing for that lady. Speaking of embarrassing, David Stover, he's 57 years old. He was arrested Monday at a Wendy's in Boonell, Florida. Why was he arrested at the Wendy's? I'll tell you why. Because Mr. Stover was arguing with the staff at Wendy's, he was demanding a law enforcement discount. That's right. Those, those burgers and fries, they get quite expensive, okay? He wanted a discount. Now, according to police, Stover was a regular at the Wendy's for the past two years. He used to get a discount because he knew the cashier uh, and she would give him a discount. Well, then she ended up quitting. So now he's like, fuck, where's my discount? So the manager told investigators that Stover would often tell workers that he was an undercover DEA agent and would occasionally flash a badge when asked for proof. And now he was like, now give me a goddamn discount. Where's my fucking, di where's my goddamn baconator? Okay, I showed you my badge, okay? There you go. I want, a, I want a dollar off. Okay, thanks. Can I get extra fries? Please give me extra fries. Do you have a Frosty? No? Okay, fine. Fuck off. I got a badge. So Stover denied that he ever claimed to be a DEA agent. However, he did admit to carrying a concealed carry permit badge, which I think is funny that there's a badge for that. He claimed that he showed the employees that badge because they asked to see it. But now he is facing charges of impersonating a law enforcement officer. So he freaks out because they won't give him a discount. 
And now it comes comes to light that he's he's been impersonating a fucking law enforcement officer so he can get a get a, get a dollar off his fucking his combo meal. What a fucking idiot. It's a it's a stupid move anyway to be impersonating a law enforcement officer or anybody in the uh, military. So don't be that idiot that does that shit. You get in trouble, you deserve it. Fucking idiot. That being said, I love Baconators. Oh, or if you get the Dave's Double. I like the Dave's Double. That is a good burger at Wendy's. It is. It's good. Listen, if you're looking for quick food, you go to Wendy's. They have juicy burgers. Juicy, amazing burgers. Get like Dave's Double or the Baconator. Okay? Delicious. They have good fries. Or you go to Burger King and get the Bacon King. Bacon King will change your life. Now, that being said, you shouldn't eat anything the rest of the day because the calorie, the calories on the Bacon King are like 1,300. And you should really be going for right around 2,000 a day. So that's kind of going to fuck you up for the rest of the day. But it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. Uh, you know what's not worth it? Sticking a five-pound dumbbell up your ass. Yeah, it's that time of the podcast again where I have to say, why'd you stick that up your ass? Okay, why? <laughs> I feel like we, t- we have these conversations way too often. So this guy in Brazil shoved a five-pound dumbbell up his rectum. And it was about eight inches long, but the weight got stuck up his ass because it's not meant to go up your ass. So the doctors had to, because they couldn't get it out with their tools, had to go up and get it out with their own hands. Right. Here's the crazy thing again, because it, it always seems to take people too long, uh, way too long to get this thing out. These things out, I should say. He waited two days. Now, that being so- said, in comparison to other um, stories, he didn't wait too long. There's been people that were waited like a week or two because they have something stuck up their ass. But he he waited two days. Seems like a long time, but I guess if you're sitting there going, I don't want to go to a doctor. This is embarrassing. I shoved the weight up my ass. Uh, let's see if I can poop it out. But he couldn't. In fact, he had severe pain. He was throwing up and, you know, obviously couldn't defecate. So he goes to the doctor after two days. They tried to use regular tools to to remove it from there but they couldn't so this is the crazy disgusting detail that they give in this article in order to remove this from his butt they had to go in there with their own hands they had to go basically elbows deep in the guy's anus to get this out that's right this Brazilian guy got a had had a doctor go elbows deep on him. Right. That's how far it was up there. <laughs> That's disgusting. But it was so lodged in there they couldn't they couldn't pull it out with their their tools. So they needed a good grip. They're like Todd, you got good, you got strong hands. You get some like janitor or somebody that is like really strong. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're like I just I just do maintenance around here. Yeah, but you got really strong hands. 
And uh, let's be honest, we got delicate little doctor hands. We can't get up there. We might be, well, I don't know if we'll be able to lift it. We're so weak and fragile. I'm just, all the doctors are like, we're not weak and fragile. <laughs> so it'd just be funnier if they asked the janitor to do it. He's used to dealing with some sick shit. Oh my God, how awful. How awful. Don't stick stuff up your butt that's not made to go up your butt. Okay? Shouldn't have to say it. But yet, here we are. Again. The hell? Man. Five pounds, eight inches long. The fuck? He had a baby stuck up his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's gross. Anyway. We got some more crazy headlines coming up, but first, everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. They are amazing. They are. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. And they also do curbside pickup. That's available for you. And they also do online wine education classes. That's really neat. And a lot of people could benefit from that. Uh, So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, that website is TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Okay, I admit it. Before the men in McKinnon moved to town, I didn't know a hockey puck from a hamburger. You've never had my wife's cooking, eh? Now? Now I know the plus minus of everybody on the team. And I've checked out all their girlfriends on the internet. Shh. What's that? Shh. Okay? Uh, TMI? Xnay on the whole intro web thingy. But you get the point. We love hockey at the Blake Street Tavern. Stop by the corner of Park and Blake and watch the men of Mac with game sound throughout our 18,000 square feet. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. So I saw this headline and I was like, oh my God, I forgot. Forgot about this. There's still Kmarts out there in the United States. I had no idea. I thought they all were closed down. Well, a Kmart in New Jersey, I believe it was, just closed down. There's still three more Kmarts in the United States. Where they're at, I don't know. Don't really care. But I just thought that was amazing. But the real reason why I wanted to get to this is because it reminded me of a great childhood memory with my brother and I at a Kmart. So there was a Kmart in Broomfield on 120th and Sheridan. And my brother and I, we would go there with our family, a nice little family outing at Kmart, like once a week, something like that, over the weekend. It's Saturday, time to go to Kmart, kids. Yay! So we would go there, and my brother and I would always bring quarters because we'd want to get candy out of the candy machine right at at the checkout, right? So my brother discovered that when you put in a quarter and as you're turning it, right as the mechanism opens to release the, the proper amount of candy, if you hit it, hit the machine, it'll give you a, a little bit extra of the candy. And, we, and our candy of choice that we, we just liked was... Um, the runts, runts, you know, you get the apples, you get bananas and what whatnot in there. So we would do that. So once a week, he would do it, I would do it. So we gave that machine a good pounding, right? So after a month about of us doing this, my brother 
goes to to do his thing on the machine one one weekend and pop hits it but he must have busted after like a month of us just abusing this machine it finally just gave up and it just the mechanism inside broke and it stayed open <laughs> and you could literally see the candy because this thing was about three-fourths full and it's just slowly going down we're like holy shit and my brother's like at first he's like trying to use his hands and then he yells over to me he's like scott get a bag and i'm like got it i'm coming and then i go get a bag off of the ca one of the cashiers and then i stick it under there and he's like go get another bag i'm like yeah we're good. <laughs> like we just hit the jackpot we are like 10 or 11 years old and we have the vibe of what it's like to gamble and we literally just hit the jackpot. It was great. So we get like, he's he's got like one bag full. And then we're like, uh, he's starting on the next bag. And finally, a manager sees what's going on. And he's like, hey, please stop it, kids. Knock it off. Oh, I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> and we're just like, we don't give a shit. We just want the jackpot. And he's like, get out of here. Get out of here. You can't be doing this. This is stealing. My brother's like, no, I put a quarter in there. And this is what it's giving me. Because he's my brother was such an asshole, but he was right. Like he paid for it. It's not his fault it broke. Well, technically it is, but hey, he doesn't know this at the time. The manager doesn't. Oh, it's great. That's that's what I think of when I think of Kmart. Is the, the the great memory of my brother and I just kids, listen up. This is all about dedication and sticking to a goal. Now, we didn't realize the payoff was going to be as big as it was. We just thought, hey, you be consistent. You smack the shit out of the machine, you get a little bit extra. Hey, that's hard work, dedication, and observing what's around you. Then what did we stumble upon? A jackpot. Don't give up on your dreams, kids. <laughs> Don't give up on your dreams. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. Loved it. So funny and to, to remember the manager when he was just like freaking out and he's like getting mad at us and my brother just did not give a shit and he's just like the manager was like say yelling at me and then my brother would go back underneath and because the the candy started pouring out onto the floor eventually because it, it just wouldn't stop and like the guy's like yelling at me to get away and then my brother went back under there with a bag and he's like yeah we still got it <laughs> It was the greatest day. Well, anyway, that's how you get diabetes as well. Anyway, that was funny. I thought it was a hilarious thing, and it's a great memory. And by the way, apparently there are still Kmarts out there. A woman in Florida, she's married, but she also, well, let me, I'm kind of jumbling this around. She goes by the name Miss Bristol. She told a judge she couldn't be on a jury because she needs to keep her sugar daddy sweet. Okay, you need. I need to keep. Hey, honey, I gotta keep my sugar daddy sweet. That's not really her voice. I know it sounded like it because that sounded delicious and sweet. So she also revealed her sugar daddy gives her eight thousand dollars a month. A month. That's over ninety thousand dollars a year. Would you do it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Uh, she said she can't afford to sit out for six months for this trial. 
because it's that Parkland shooter piece of shit trial. She's like, I can't do that. She's her sugar daddy supports her, and she asked to be excused from the the court. And she said she if she doesn't stay on top of her lover, she loses her house and everything else. So apparently she does fuck the guy. That's crazy. But good for her. Here's the thing. Good for her. Listen, I said, I've told you guys many times, sex work is real work, okay? I know it's kind of funny and a lot of people frown on it, but if you legalized prostitution, there'd be less issues with diseases. It'd be a controlled environment, much like the marijuana industry, and you're less likely to have wrongdoings in in the industry, by the way, the government would tax the shit out of it. They would profit from it. I don't understand why it's so frowned upon. Just make it a legit industry. Quit being so shady about it. It probably cut down on uh, sex trafficking and shit like that as well. God forbid we stop something like that. Jeez. I, I would like to see more research on what the benefits of prostitution would be for uh, a society. Okay. I'm sure so we don't need to go. I, I I think I need to do more research on that actually. Listen, if you're a prostitute, please reach out to me to huffoncensored at gmail.com. You don't have to use your real name. Maybe you know a prostitute. Maybe you visited a prostitute. Let me know to huffoncensored at gmail.com. You can be anonymous. That's fine. I think it's fascinating and interesting, and I think it should be legalized. I didn't think I was going to go down that rabbit hole just now, but I did. A side note to this story that I want to get into real quick. So she was possibly going to be a juror on that Parkland shooter trial. It's that dumb piece of shit who confessed to killing 17 people at a South Florida high school. And why do I call him a dumb piece of shit? Because I don't believe his name deserves to be uttered. Okay? I don't. Because he's a dumb piece of shit that took people's lives. This wasn't a military situation where he was protecting people. No. This wasn't a law enforcement agent defending the innocent. No. This was a piece of shit that went into somewhere and took lives. So I get sick and tired of the media constantly saying dickheads like this. I hate when they say their names. I hate when they show their their fucking pictures on social media and on the news broadcast of some smug asshole who took people's lives. I hate that. You're giving the media, listen up, you're giving this piece of shit what he wants. You're putting them up on this pedestal, even though you're, you're explaining what they did wrong, you're glorifying them. You're, you're giving them their, their time in the spotlight. Okay? Stop saying their names. Start calling them something else. Start putting a dunce cap on top of their fucking picture. Dumb piece of shit. Fucking idiot. I don't care what you call them, because that's what we all, everybody else calls them. You guys are the only ones that are, keep saying their name and give, making them famous. Quit making them famous. Let people know what 
they are. They're a disgusting, dumb piece of shit. Start calling them that, please. Please. I'm sick and fucking tired of it, media. Pisses me off. Fucking hate that. Dumb piece of shit. Here's the problem. The media doesn't have the balls to do it. They don't. The only news outlet that would ever have the balls to do it, I guess, would be something like Barstool. I think they only do sports. I don't know if they do regular news or anything like that. They're the only ones that would have the balls to do it. That's it. So just when you're going through social media and you see this shit, and you see the smug looks on this dumb motherfucker's face or other piles of shit out there, and you see the, the pictures that they use and all this stuff, and they're constantly saying the person's name, just remember, they're piles of shit. It's like that Brooklyn shooter. As soon as they catch him, don't say his fucking name again. Just call him a pile of dog shit. Okay? I'm not going to say that this is going to fix everything. But it's just like, stop stop giving them fame. Stop. It's not helping. Fucking hate. I hate dumbasses that break the law. I hate people that kill people. I hate that. It's disgusting. And it just drives me nuts that the media just gives them their fame. Anyway. Anyway. Let's hit the rewind button and, and end on a happy note. <clears throat> Thanks, Qdoba, for admitting that I was right. <laughs> I do appreciate it. And you know what's funny? is They didn't once say that I was wrong for rolling the burrito. <laughs> the, the burrito. I was waiting for them to go, while you were correct, we do frown on the idea that you actually uh, took control and and rode your own burrito. They're essentially telling me that, like, yeah, it needed to happen. It was basically, I was like, the old school way of, they made a mess, so, like, you know, uh, your puppy poops on the floor, and then you rub their nose in it, or do, do you rub their nose in poop or pee? I don't know. I never did that. But anyway, that's, but essentially, they were just like, it was fine. You did good. You slapped them on the nose with a newspaper. They deserved it. So, thank you, Godova. I appreciate it. And thank God you're not doing burrito balls. Because burrito balls, what the fuck? <laughs> that would be so bad. If you're going to protest something, make sure you're up to date on what you're protesting. Like, say, I don't know, maybe if the owner of the team sold to another, you know, company, whatever, and they're not there anymore. Don't protest. <laughs> don't protest. And if you're going to protest by gluing your hand to a basketball court, get some better glue. Don't use Elmer's. Probably a bad idea. Another bad idea, don't impersonate a law enforcement officer. And definitely don't try to get a, a discounted burger out of it. Kind of dumb. Another dumb thing, don't stick dumbbells up your ass. Probably a bad idea. Yes, we're saying this again. Oh, my God. And um, Kmart. Apparently, there's three more left in the United States. Who fucking knew? Who fucking knew? All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to DeHuff Uncensored. I really, really appreciate it. Numbers are looking great. Had another successful month last month, and it's all because of you guys. I truly, truly appreciate you. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button and share it with your friends if you're able. Thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. It's that time of year. Like, sports are just on fire right now. You got baseball. 
in full swing. You got NBA playoffs, you got NHL playoffs, all this stuff. And then don't forget, NFL's right around the corner in a few months. So go to Blake Street Tavern, get a great meal, watch some great sports, and just have a great time. 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Also, go to TotalBev.com and see what Total Beverage can do for you in your springtime and summertime parties. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.